Blaming is pointing out there rather than in here. Into your own mind, when you find yourself in a painful or uncomfortable experience, blame means shifting the responsibility for where you are onto someone else or something else, rather than accepting responsibility for your role in the experience. Quote by Ilanya Vanzet. The blame game is strong in my household. Up until recently, all of the people in my house blamed everyone but themselves for whatever reason it was. Who left us here or who did this normal thing that could have been an accident, but it must be blamed on someone. Nothing was ever an accident. For example, the remote being stuck in the sofa cushion and lost for a few minutes. We're all human, so forgetting to put the remote back by the TV is a thing. But in my house, no one could ever just forget. They have to have intentionally shoved it in the sofa for no one to find, of course. <laughs> Who lost the remote? It had to be blamed on someone. Then the person that was watching TV last would say something like, I was sitting here before, so maybe, while they pulled the remote out of the sofa, here you go. The blamer would say, well, I don't know why you put it there. And the blamey, <laughs> if that's a word, would probably say something sarcastic like, yup, I shoved that in there just so you wouldn't find it so I can hear you complain. That's exactly what I did. I'm usually sarcastic when I'm being blamed for something. It's not my favorite feeling. I always said to my family, why can't you just ask nicely? Say, hey, can you help me find the remote because you watched TV last? And there you go, no frustration, no annoyances, no sarcasm, and especially no blame. Then my family would say something like, well, I just wanted to know who did it, blah, blah, blah. Like it didn't matter who did the small non-life-threatening thing to make you wait 10 more seconds longer to turn on the TV. But let's just pause for a second. This episode is not about the remote being in the sofa because there have been at least a thousand more instances that I could have chosen. It is about the principle of the matter. The way we interact while blaming and how it personally affects the people that we are blaming. You become a victim when you blame yourself or others for some problem or error. Quote by Jay Fisset. Growing up, I hardly ever heard an I'm sorry, you're right, or it's my fault, I did it. Because of that, I grew up feeling like sorry was a sign of weakness. Blaming myself made me feel shameful, like a victim. And just saying the words, you're right, would have made me look like a fool. Psychologists say people use blame when they are in attack mode, or it's easier to blame someone else than accepting your own responsibilities. But my favorite one that psychologists say is, blame helps you preserve your sense of self-esteem by avoiding awareness of your own flaws or failings. Now do me a favor, think of a time you blamed someone for something that happened to you. Either it was someone you didn't know, like the state for not filling the potholes on the street, or your significant other that made you burn the food because they did not help chop the vegetables while the chicken was on the stove. Like my mom would yell at my dad. <laughs> And think of why you blame that person for doing nothing actually to you, but it was their fault. Now imagine you didn't blame them. When you were driving and you hit that pothole and say to yourself, damn, 
I need to pay more attention when I drive. Or, wow, multitasking isn't my strong suit when cooking. Or even just saying to your partner, hey babe, sorry the chicken is burnt, I should have asked for your help. See how different the conversation looks? Having that humility to ask for help and say we're not perfect. The awareness of yourself while driving can make you a better driver. And the awareness of yourself in the kitchen can make you a better communicator to your partner. Blame can make us defensive and feel attacked. That was how I felt the entire time growing up. Always in defense mode, always ready to lash out, always feeling picked on and saying, why am I always blamed for everything? It made me angry and feel very resentful towards my family. I mean, that's how I felt, you know? I felt like I was always being attacked when they would throw blame my way. Like, here's a big fat of blame for you today. And I felt like if they asked in just a different way, then I wouldn't have been upset. And of course, when you are so used to being blamed, then you'll start to do it, which turns into a household filled with no self-awareness, everyone thinking that they are all right and everyone in attack mode. That is the biggest realization I have made from blame. As I gotten older and I started to recognize the blame game in my house, I would say to my family, guys, stop blaming and just ask a question. Then things started changing because when you're not blaming others, we see the flaws in ourself. We can recognize them and hopefully once better ourselves, right? That's the goal. <laughs> um, when we recognize our flaws and say it out loud, that is a great way to become more aware. Not with negative self-talk in such a way as, I'm a shitty cook. It's more like, damn, I understand I needed help while cooking, I didn't ask, and that's okay, but now I know for next time to speak up to my partner. I say this often, and the mind is a powerful tool, and you have all the keys to turn it however you want. It took years for my parents to register in their mind that asking questions is nicer than blaming. Because I usually said things in a very bitchy way, like, <laughs> all you do is blame everyone but yourself. How about you learn to ask nicely? <laughs> and they would just get mad at me. Um, I eventually learned how to speak to them nicely as well. <laughs> so over time I realized when I did these steps, it made the I'm sorry's and the I did it feel like a strength and not a weakness anymore. The first step would be to recognize when you are about to blame. Then acknowledge your flaws. Own up to it. It might be easier for some people, but also try to be empathetic instead of judgmental. You will feel strong and empowered for acknowledging to yourself and others that we are all human and we all fuck up. But I am big enough to not blame you for my flaws because I will accept and love my flaws. Then with that thought, you are also doing self-love. And now every once in a while, my parents will still play the blame game. It definitely cut down 80% though. And it's mostly with each other now. Not so much with my brother and I. And if I am around when my parents are having the blame game, then I will shed some light like on the conversation. I'll tell them how it could have went and maybe they should ask each other some more questions. <laughs> Sometimes they see my perspective and other times I'm told to mind my own business. At the end of the day, I'm still their child. But Rome wasn't built in a day, and that is an understatement in my household. We all have flaws. It's just a matter of how we communicate those flaws. I'm not perfect, and nor do I strive to be. I just strive for communication, understanding, love, and happiness all around me. And I hope you do too. So 
I'm wondering, have you experienced this? And what do you think I could have done differently? I would love to hear your thoughts or tell me a time that you feel that blame was justified. Let me know and you can click the link in the episode notes to get to my Facebook group, A Confidence Journey Around the World, the same as my podcast. And I would love to know your thoughts. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a great day or night wherever you are in the world and may you end the blame game.